0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Or today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 86 103 Peter Dowdell joins us at theirishgardener.com to answer all of your gardening questions. Good afternoon to you, Peter.
0: I'm I'm hopefully joining you, Trish. Hopefully you can hear yeah, me loud absolutely. and clear.
1: Absolutely, and it is crystal clear. Okay, let me get straight into questions because there is so many questions in. Hi, Peter. How can I get rid of green fly from my red robin?
0: Green well, things like green fly. If it's not a huge infestation, my my first course of action, Trish, would be actually just to prune them out or or go at them with a hole. Well, of course, we're not allowed to use hoses right at the moment, but um, like soapy water, just throw them at it. Uh, but like if it's only a small infestation, if it's only on a few shoots, just go with the secretaries and prune off those few shoots and that takes green fly and all and straight into the compost bin and they'll fly away. Um, if it's a larger infestation, uh, it it all goes back to the natural balance. I know that may, may not be the answer they want, but... It, you know if we can encourage the predators to be in the garden they will make sure that we don't have the green fly so if you have a healthy supply of their predators which in this case is ladybirds amongst others wasps as well which we don't want a healthy supply of wasps in the garden but predators like ladybirds so the less chemicals we use the more we will build up the natural predators so if you can at all do it uh, using cultural control or physical control which is pruning it off uh, or going at it with the hose that we're not allowed to use at the moment uh, that is the best course of action it, you could uh, apply a garlic wash onto the the the, the red robin Trish, now we've spoken about this many times in your program what you do is you pulp up some cloves of garlic in with a liter of, of boiling water google the recipe because there's several different recipes or different strengths so you you basically pulp up garlic with a, a litre of boiling water in a bucket uh, outside, let it sit for a day or two, and then you dilute that mixture with water and spray it on to, to any plant at all, edible or ornamental. And that will deter a huge range of pests like green fly, black fly, white fly, uh, even to a degree slugs and snails. But that's a, that's a great thing to use to prevent them uh, attacking in the first place. But even in this instance where they have attacked, uh i would I would go that course of action if you want to go and get an insecticide. I would use it as a last absolute last course of action and only an organic one something containing uh containing pyrol. Um, and and leave leave the nasty chemicals aside because they're just doing far too much damage to other wildlife.
1: OK, question for Peter. Where can I get the Nature Safe Atlantic seafood, Seaweed Liquid Feed for a weak laurel hedge? You mentioned it on your show last week uh, and I'm struggling as to where I can buy it.
0: It doesn't say where that collar is, does, no. does it? No. No, because okay. it came in on a WhatsApp. Yeah, I've I've mentioned it a few times in your program and I've been mentioning it on my, my Facebook page to people and I'm getting fantastic feedback from people who are using it. I use it myself and have been now for quite a while. It's an Irish product, an organic product and it's absolutely an excellent plant food in my opinion to give everything a lift and to give a general boost. Uh, it should be widely available. Obviously, I don't know where the caller is so I can't say specifically but um, it's a Hygieia product which is a Galway company and I know that they supply um for example bandon co-op um in kinsale and in bandon they supply i know hanley's up in cork i'm sure they supply most garden centers i would have thought dairy gold stores they supply dairy gold so i know if you go into dairy gold or any of the bandon co-ops uh you should be able to get it in any one of them uh independent garden centres it's available to everyone it's an Irish company so if you go in and ask for it they should be able to get it.
1: Okay Helen has a tree fern that she only waters she hasn't been feeding it she puts a fleece on the crown on it during frosty weather some of the branches are slightly brown should I cut them off and should I feed it if so with what?
0: Yes and no so yes to pruning off the brown bits that's totally natural uh, no to feeding indeed no feeding whatsoever Um tree ferns will feed through or will, will take in water absorb moisture through their the stem you know that they're fantastic looking structural trees and um, that's what's called a false stem that that brown stem that makes them into a tree and that absorbs the water from the atmosphere they don't actually have a root system as such and um, so no need to feed them but what happens with with trees like uh, tree ferns cord lines or another one with a false stem and there are more What you do is every year, the bottom leaves, you've protected, she's protected correctly, the crown with the fleece to to prevent any frost getting at it. But it's from that crown that these beautiful new fronds emerge, Trish. And we've all seen them as they kind of unfurled in their their splendor and kind of during the spring and early summer. So they're they're the fronds that we'll be concentrating on for this year. And then last year's fronds, totally naturally, will die off. So yeah, you prune them back. They're the ones that are going brown now. So you prune them back. You cut them back into the stem, if you like. Uh, and if you look at that stem all the way down, you'll see the prunings of previous years. Every brand, year, that's yeah. That's actually what makes up the stem. So, I ha- yeah, cut off it, the brown ones and don't feed it.
1: I have one and it is my pride and glory. I, I just, I love my tree fern. I think, that, I think they're, they're I've fabulous. I've seen it in your photographs. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. Okay. Hi, Peter. When is the right time for lifting bluebells and planting them? That's from Tim in West Cork. Bluebells.
0: Okay. F- well planting them is in the autumn, so you'd plant them in the autumn and in a in a blatant plug for my own web store, I will be selling bluebells very very soon actually we're doing pre pre season orders for autumn delivery on all spring bulbs that's the dot com in a very blatant plug Trish. <laughs> but um uh, I know I'll have them and they're Irish grown they're, they're English bluebells which is the common name as opposed to Spanish bluebells but these are Irish grown from a, a farm in Waterford and I used them last year and sold a few of them last year and they are absolutely fantastic bulbs so I'll have them available to order soon on the theirishgardener.com for delivery in kind of September, October which is obviously the right time to plant them.
1: OK, Elmarie, uh question for Peter, please. Could I move a hellebore Argutifolius? It's falling out onto my lawn, thanking you.
0: You can move it, Elmarie, yes, but now is not the time. Now isn't really the time to move anything because everything is inactive growth at the moment. We're in midsummer, even though it may not feel like it looking out the door today. Um... But you can move it, but the time to move it is kind of November onwards. So November, December, January, February, that's your window really to move it. Uh, but yeah, it will move quite successfully. If it's falling out onto the lawn now, feel free to cut back any of the foliage or any of the flower stems that are falling out. It's not going to harm the plant. So if it's annoying you or if it's in getting in the way, cut it back by all means, but don't, don't think about moving it yet.
1: Hi, Peter. What is the best way to get any type of hedge cuttings to root? I've tried for months to get them to grow. All of them have failed.
0: Well, if you've been trying for months up to now, that could be the answer, I'm afraid, because the last six months is the wrong time to do it. So, Aha, so that may that well be the answer. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's the next few months, actually. So don't give up. It, it's like the fellow my father, God rest me, is always quote a, a comedian story about. I can't remember exactly how it went, but there was this inventor who, who was inventing a soft drink. And he so he invented one called one one up and it never took off. And he did two up, three up, four up. And he went all the way to six up and he said, no, nah, this isn't going to take off. And then he and did then, of course. seven up. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't, somebody else did. <laughs> so anyway, with, with with your hedge cuttings, don't give up now because actually this month and next month, or the, probably next month, July is the best time to do it. Uh, so you've come this far. So, yeah, with, with laurel and grislinia and any of the easier to root hedging plants, uh, take what's called an internodal cutting or a nodal cutting. So you, you, you cut the, the top, let's say, six inches of this year's growth, so the, the extremities of the stem, uh, green growth, cut it at a node, which is quite simply the point where the stem meets the leaf. That's where you'll get the, the highest uh, amount of auxins, which are the hormone to promote, to promote uh, rooting so cut it at the node. Remove the bottom few leaves, leaving just one, one or two leaves at the top of each cutting. Into a bit of rooting powder, into compost. Uh, keep, keep. You could do it outside during June, July, and August, and keep them quite damp, not overly, not saturated, but just just moist soil. Uh, and they should, at that point, root away quite easily for you. So don't give up now.
1: Okay, hang in there. All right. Unfortunately, we're out on time. Um, are You busy in the garden? You are, or? Are you-
0: Sorry, I lost you there. Chris. I We're said, back.
1: I said, are you busy in the garden at the moment? It's a busy time for you.
0: It's just, you know, when the whole world is is, is at home gardening. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty nuts busy at the moment. Thank God. Uh, yeah, it's it's for everybody's out gardening and it's a busy time. It is a busy time because it's, the garden is running at full tilt at the moment. And of course, everybody's getting this glorious opportunity uh, to in, to appreciate the the garden and to appreciate the natural world. That's for those of us, obviously, who haven't been touched by this dreadful disease.
1: Yeah, and it is great. The weather's been good as well. Okay, we've got to leave it there. We'll talk next week, Peter. Thank you for that. And, uh, thanks, and uh, thank thanks for joining us. Bye bye. That is Peter Dowdell at the Irish Gardener, uh, dot com. Okay.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.